0: Middlesbrough Football Club, the gift that keeps on giving, literally. It's the Euroblank, curls one in. What is up guys, Matthew here and welcome to another episode of Project Bora. where today I am trying to process and make sense of this team right now and trying to make sense of what on earth is going on because we have once again, and this is very 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 similar to when we went to Coventry we have went away from home and we've not been outplayed, we've not been battered, the team hasn't torn us apart, we have been well beaten, not because of the opposition, but because of ourselves. And once again, we are our own worst enemy because defensively, it was shambolic at times. And this is a stat I couldn't quite wrap my head around. So, so far this season, and this is the worst start, by the way, that Borough have made in a season in 20 years. We have conceded nine goals this season from an expected goals of only four. We have conceded twice as many goals as we were expected to concede. And if there was ever an example as to what is wrong with, the, with Borough right now, and if there was ever an example for how to play suicidal football, it's this game. It's right here because West Brom didn't have to be even remotely good to beat us and 4-2 looks like a a devastating score a scoreline for Borough but it wasn't a 4-2. Coventry wasn't a 3-0 but we're making ourselves look a lot worse than we actually are because we are gifting opposition. Goals, results and defensively we're, we're just an absolute mess. So, Digging deeper into this game starting with the first half and West Brom actually started pretty well. They come out the blocks really quickly and I was actually really impressed by how Borough, I wouldn't say weathered the storm because it wasn't a storm but we could have been railroaded over in them first few minutes and we we settled into the game quite well after that And, and, and as we have been doing, we started to get our foot on the ball, we started to dictate, we started to play the ball around and get into some good areas And we were looking neat and looking tidy and it's exactly like the Coventry game when we looked good away from home there until Gordon scored. It was the same here when West Brom scored their first goal. Again, it was out of nothing, out of nothing like the Gordon goal and it puts us on the back foot. Long throw in from the right hand side, it's flicked on and Kipre chests it down and smashes it into the back of the net and I've seen A few people say that this was a foul, and I know a lot of people who were uh, pundits after the game on the radio and and others online have said that it was a foul, but for me, I don't think it's a foul. I mean, you look at set pieces, corners, throw-ins, free kicks, defenders and forwards have always got a hold of each other, there's pushing, there's grabbing, there's jostling for position in, in the box of every set piece, and you know, I know this is a bit of a cliche, but... If this is a penalty, then you could give a penalty for me every time there's a corner or a set-piece because there's always someone who's got hold of the shirt of someone. And There's an example of something Tommy Smith does later in this game where he pulls the shirt of an opposition player and he gets yellow-carded and sent off for it. So depending on where it is on the pitch, depending on what the circumstances are, it seems to change. But for me, he has two hands on Housen's back, but I wouldn't say he forces him away. I think he's, he's just making a bit of space for himself and uh, I don't think, personally, it's a foul. I think he's, he's made a bit of space for himself. Space he should never have been allowed. And he fires the ball in the back of the net. And again, through no fault of our overall play, we've conceded early. You know, from nothing. From nothing. From, I guess, weak defending. And we quickly make things worse for ourselves. Because the second goal from John Swift is an absolute defensive horror show from Borough. I mean, I have absolutely no idea what is going on here. He is able to stroll through the Borough midfield. And I'm going to get on more about this when I talk about the players individually and where I think we need to improve. But Swift strolls through the Borough defence. And there is not one midfielder. You've got your captain who's right there, who he jogs past. Not one person takes the initiative and thinks, I'm going to, try and engage try and intercept try and at least force him one way or the other he's allowed to get as close as he likes pretty much into the box and he fires the ball past him. and let me let me just say it's a great finish from swift but he should not be allowed to simply just jog through boris midfield who part like the flipping red sea and finish the ball in the back of the net it, it's a a horrible goal to concede and that that is a goal where you simply just have to look at boris defense and and think and what the hell is going on and why is nobody taking you know the initiative to, to stop that from happening a positive bora do get a goal back instantly and this is what i mean about bora playing suicidal football and shooting ourselves in the foot royally and punching ourselves in the face we get a very good goal back it's a great response and it's from two players who i'm delighted were involved sammy Silvera, doing what we want to see him do taking on the fullback beating him he puts a brilliant crossing, and you know, the West Brom back line are a bunch of pretty big physical defenders, and for Latilaf, who is, you know, he's small, but he is physical, he gets space, he gets his head on it, and it's a wonderful, wonderfully placed header, and Latilaf gets his first goal, it's a wonderful goal, a wonderful header, great assist from Silvera, and it's 2-1, and I think, you know what, going into half-time, only one goal down, given the fact we've gifted them one goal, and you know the opening goal was the opening goal we're still in it we're still in it you know second half to come let's just draw land in the first half and push to try and get something from this game and within two minutes of the second half starting and it happened it happened against Huddersfield we conceded straight away from the second half we well and truly punch ourselves right on the nose and it's... I'm going to get on to individuals, but, you know, I, I feel a bit for Engel here, but he tries to pass the ball back to Senny Dieng, and it's an awful back pass. He doesn't even look. He doesn't even notice that that Thomas Asante is there, and he rounds Dieng, who maybe could do better, but I think he's even a bit surprised by, by what's just happened, and Asante rounds the keeper and puts the ball in the back of the net, and we have went from gifting them a second goal to getting ourselves back in it with a great response to then gifting them the two-goal lead right back again. And that's the most frustrating thing. We, again, have gave them a chance, which they've not had to do much. They've not had to do anything to create it. They've not had to do anything special to break through our defence. They've not had to put a great ball in the box. They've not had to play some great interchanging play, passing and movement or in and around the edge of the box, or anything like that. They, we've just gifted them a third goal. And it's so, so frustrating. And with 3-1 down... And I just sat there thinking, this is a 1-1 game. And we are 3-1 down away from home. And no matter what we try and do at the other end, it's irrelevant. Because we are just gifting the opposition. And it gets even worse. Because Tommy Smith, and I, I, don't, I don't remember what his first yellow card was. I think I might have missed it. So I'm, I can't comment on whether his first uh, booking was a booking. But you're on a yellow card. In in what scenario and and how in his mind does he decide to grab on the shirt and pull back Matt Phillips, I think it was? And, you know, whether it was a a full-on pull, whether it was a tug, whether it was just a cheeky hand across his shoulder, he's giving the referee a decision to make. And we're already 3-1 down. We've already handed West Brom... A two-goal advantage. We now hand them a one-man advantage, and Tommy Smith, who's just come back in, and it was a player I was delighted to see back in the starting eleven. We then got a man down as well, and I'm just sat there thinking, are we, are we actually trying to make life harder for ourselves? I just. I can fathom the decision-making, the individual errors, and just the lack of just cohesion defensively. Just making life so much harder for ourselves. So we go a man down, and you think, it's, it's going to be an uphill struggle. It's going to be a, a nightmare uphill struggle. And I was thinking, from 70 minutes onwards, this game's a write-off. But we again actually manage to pull together a spell where we were actually quite good going the other way. I think West Brom there is a degree that they took their foot off, maybe got a bit comfortable. But we, we still looked pretty good going the other way. Even with ten men, I think Isaiah Jones hit the post. He was a bright spark when he come on. And we got a penalty through a, a handball when an angle cross was was blocked and, and Force puts it away and it's it's 3-2. And with five minutes left you're thinking we we might still somehow get something from this game. I was kind of puzzled because I thought we've gifted West Brom two of their three goals at this point yet yeah, it still felt like it would be complete daylight robbery if we got something from this game but when it was 3-2 really it was a 2-1 game to Borough at that point if we hadn't have gifted them what we had done and we should have still had 11 men but as is the way just when you think maybe there's a chance the Borough let you down and Sarmiento has the ball in the box. Plenty of space for him to take a shot and, and, he, and he absolutely thumps it into the far corner to make it 4-2 and, again, make the scoreline look a lot worse than it should have been. But, yeah, Borough, a, a perfect example to anyone how to play suicidal football and how to basically just, just press the self-destruct button, essentially, and self-inflict a defeat that we probably didn't deserve, and that's the really, really, that's the worst thing, that's the worst thing about it, you know, we lost 3-0 to Coventry, we've lost 4-2 here, and both of them scorey lines, score lines massively make Borough look worse than they are, but individually, the errors and the decisions that we're making are just laughable at this point. So, this was the Borough team who started, and I was really, really positive about this team. So, Senny Young was in goal, we had a back four, which I thought was our best back for now on paper with Tommy Smith back from his injury. He had Fry Lenehan and Lucas Engel in there. Housen and Hackney, our best central midfield. With Silvera on the right this time, Rogers and McGree on the left, so he's found a way of getting Silvera and McGree in the same team. Obviously dropping Fawcett and Jones with Ladilath up front. And going through the team, I mean, I I feel so sorry for Seni Dieng because I just don't know what this guy has to do to get a clean sheet. You know, again, his rating on footmob is is a 4.7, but for me, the first goal he couldn't do anything about once again. The second goal was awful defending. The third goal was a pass back that just went horribly wrong. And the fourth goal was a ridiculous strike, so... You know, I feel for Senny. Um, Again, he's letting I don't know how many goals without having to make a really big save at all. Back four. I don't know how to feel about the back four because I wouldn't say they were directly at fault for any of the goals as such. But there there is a lack of organisation in there. And I don't think either of the centre-backs are to blame individually. I think it's a team thing. I think we are simply not organised enough we are not organised enough our shape is non-existent when we don't have possession it's all good when we're going forward and we've got players bombing on and creating space for each other and passing the ball around it's great but when when teams are breaking on us especially in transition Borough are just they've got no shape no structure whatsoever we've just got players all over the place no one knows when to engage when to sit off and we just get torn apart in that sort of situation. So I don't think there's an individual problem here. Although individuals could do better, I think the problem and the issue is overall as a team defensively, our shape and our structure is just not good enough. And we've got defenders who are a lot better than what the the scoreline and the goals conceded is currently showing but yeah the centre backs obviously aren't going to have a great day Engel I felt sorry for as I said I don't think he did much wrong today other than his mistake which is obviously going to be highlighted yeah a careless pass back from him without really looking and something I hope he will will learn from but it was his error for the first uh, for the second goal third goal and then Tommy Smith um, who got a 4.4 and I honestly I'm really frustrated with Tommy Smith because he's come back in he's our best right back We've clearly missed him, and he comes back in and drops a clangor like this, where he was on a yellow card and made the most stupid decision to get himself sent off. And obviously, even though Borough still were doing all right after going down to ten men, we were arguably better. It it doesn't help things, of course, and now he's suspended for, you know, the next game, I believe it is. So I don't think Smith was particularly great throughout the game, to be honest. And maybe you can say, well, it's his first game back, and he was thrown straight in. But, um, yeah, his decision-making for the for the yellow card, the second one especially, was ridiculous. Central midfield. Now, again, this is certainly a part of the team where I think going forward in possession, nothing wrong with it. I think Housen and Hackney have got the perfect balance between one another. And we're definitely a better team with Hausson alongside Hackney than, than Barlasa, for example. But I'm looking at the Borough team now and I'm thinking that, you know, at one point I thought our priority signing was a striker or a number 10 but I actually think our priority signing should be a central defensive midfielder because our midfield is non-existent while we're being counter-attacked on an in-transition it's non-existent and we're so easy to to, to bypass our midfield and you saw it for the se- the second goal it, 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 you just walk through it there's no one in there who can clatter the player no one in there who was you know taking ownership protecting the back four maybe this could be a tactical tweak but I think we might need a central defensive midfielder to, to help protect the centre-back pairing at the very least when we've got full-backs bombing forward, especially on the left. But, yeah, for me, a good pair going forward, but, but defensively, I don't think they benefit the, de- the defence at all for me and were certainly not at their best for the second goal especially. Going forward, I think Rogers didn't really get into the game. Yeah, I don't really have much to say on Rogers. He didn't really do much. This game passed him by. Same with McGree. He struggled a bit today. And then you've got the two who combined for our goal. I think Silvera had a better game today, provided a fantastic assist, as I say, and uh, Latilath. Was probably our best player um again you know i mean he had a great chance in the, the first half to score a second where he literally out a defender who was about a foot taller than him. He literally he put him on the floor, and then sadly, I think with his weaker foot, put it over. But still needs refining. But for me, is looking like a very good signing, and, and um, certainly is looking like a menace up front. And based off of his header, looks like a good finisher as well. So going on to the bench, uh, Isaiah Jones did especially well when he come on. Uh, looked really bright. Hit the post, did really well. Obviously, Force got to go with a penalty. Can't really say much for McNair or Crooks. But th- these are the stats that. Really, really sunburn up right now. So, XG, Borough 1.67, fair enough. West Brom scored four goals from an expected goals of 0.6, which just shows that we are absolutely gifting the opposition goals. And if I go to Footmob and I go to the Middlesbrough Coventry game, and we go to fixtures and we go to the 3 0 defeat to Coventry, they had an XG of 0.95. And scored three West Brom 0.62. They've scored four. So for me that just shows that Borough have to improve at the back. It's So similar to last season. It's scarily similar to last season when the data actually made us look pretty good You know going forward we were creative. We just weren't putting the chances away But defensively we were conceding so much more than what we should have been and it's happening again and the only way you can fix it is by just trying to iron out the individual errors and I don't know if that's coaching on the training ground I don't know what Carrick can do about that because it's ultimately players on the pitch at that time Engel playing a bad pass back Tommy Smith getting himself sent off no one in the midfield taking ownership when that second goal goes in but what I will say we are going to have to tweak something at the back. Like I said, whether it's a defensive midfielder coming in to protect the back four and just having the one other midfielder going forward, whether it's Hackney or Barlasser, because we're still going to have Engel going forward on the left, that's what he's been brought in to do. So the back four's not going to change. We've already got a defensive right back in Smith, Vandenberg, McNair. But the only thing I can think of is a tactical tweak where we bring in a CDM who's going to sit and protect the centre-back pairing best we can because We are so easy to play against on the counter-attack, we are so easy to get through, and we're giving away goals for fun. And a point that was made, and I can't remember who it was that I saw on Twitter, but Borough were like this last season for quite a lot of the season. But it was masked by the fact we were able to outscore teams. It was masked by the fact that we could hide our weaknesses defensively because of how good we were going the other way and we would outscore teams and you wouldn't focus on our defensive errors or weaknesses because of how good we were going forward but this season we've lost archer we've lost Akpom, we've lost ryan giles so we've undoubtedly lost goals we've undoubtedly lost the firepower so our defense is now completely exposed it's open and exposed for all to see and I wouldn't say our defence has moved much further forward or much further worse than last season. But we don't have the goals to bail us out anymore. And if we're not going to have the goals to bail us out, and this is where the transfer window is massive, if we don't bring in the firepower between now and the the, the transfer window next Friday on deadline day, we simply have to try and solidify ourselves at the back. And I don't care if it means we give up possession or it means we're not as nice on the eye going forward. Because the bottom line is, it doesn't matter how many goals we might score. It doesn't matter how good we might look on the ball. If we're conceding goals at the rate we are, that's irrelevant. We're going to lose games 3-0, 4-2, whatever it is. So there, there certainly needs to be... Either a tactical tweak, or we need to bring in bodies. Uh, well, we do need to bring bodies in in the next week, and uh, it's a big week for Bora. It's a really, really big week for us because although I think the results are looking worse than what they actually are, and we're conceding more goals than what we should have done, the table, as Johnny well as Johnny Woodgate probably wouldn't say, it doesn't lie. And we were bottom at one stage. We're now still 22nd. Yet to win. Lost three games. And the only point we've got was at home to Huddersfield side who have been atrocious this season. So I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon and say I'm massively, massively worried. I'm not going to make any crazy outlandish comments about the overall outlook on Borough's season because that's just very reactionary and very stupid to do. But I think it's clear that we maybe need to alter our expectations for this season. We maybe need to accept the fact we were spoilt last season with the players we had, the goals we scored and that that got us out of trouble more often than not and this season we're going to get found out in that department a lot more defensively and unless we change something unless we bring in a couple of other players who'll help tweak the system for me we're not gonna we're not gonna match or even get close to everywhere last season in my opinion but it's early days things can change and of course we were in a, a worse position or just as bad of a position last season and we know what went on and happened so yeah the season will hopefully even itself out and we'll see what happens there but as for this performance um, and in isolation it was a frustrating annoying puzzling baffling just Oh, yeah, crazy Borough performance, which I I just struggle to wrap my head around. I really do, but I'm gonna leave it there, guys. We're at QPR, we've got QPR at home next week, and, uh, well, if we can't pick up our first home win there, then I don't know what I'm going to say on this uh, on this show come next week. Yeah, that's my thoughts on Borough's defeat to West Brom. I'd love to hear the thoughts of other people, the Borough fans, and maybe other fans of other clubs in the comments to try and just help make sense of this crazy, weird start to the season, which is just... It's making sense, but it's also really puzzling. And uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think we need to do to sort this out. We might have to suffer a bit of pain and um, accept that... We're not going to have it as good as we did last season and just accept it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't know. But um, yeah, let me know your your thoughts in the comment section below. Like this video as well. I'll be bringing more videos out, uh, including championship roundups of what's been happening elsewhere over the next few days. And I'm also going to be on the Borough Breakdown podcast tomorrow, which I'll share. So do check that out if you want to hear me and other Borough fans chat a little bit more in-depth about this and, well, Borough fans will make probably a lot more sense of it than me. But until next time, guys, I'm going to go sit down and ponder what on earth is going on at Middlesbrough Football Club. And until next time, take care and I'll see you all next time. Ah. Oh.